I will stir up the Medes against them, which shall not regard silver. And as for gold, they shall not delight in it. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces. And they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes shall not spare children. In Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees' excellency, shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation, neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there, but wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures and owls shall dwell there and satyrs satyrs shall dance there and the wild beasts of the islands shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces, and her time is near to come, and her days shall not be prolonged. I feel like being thorough and I usually, at this time, prefer to read from the New Testament because there's so much I'm learning in there. Things that I had understanding about, I've returned to those areas, and he's shown me there's more. So, I was actually in meditation. And I was compelled out of meditation to go into Isaiah, Isaiah, And I came to chapter 13, verse 17 through 22. There's a lot to discuss here. This is a really neat area where the Lord is speaking because this is not 
not a holy prophet. This is Isaiah. Isaiah, the holy prophet. And in this moment, this is the Lord. Behold, I will stir up the Medes. That's not our brethren, Isaiah only. Nay, nay. Isaiah here is being an earthen vessel for the Holy Spirit, and it has hold of him, and he has hold of it, and it has hold of him. And this is a moment where the Lord is saying, I am going to use the Metis. Stir up the Metis. This is interesting. He is allowing a overthrow of the Babylonians of Babylon here. And he wanted Babylon to be defeated. It had crossed the line as far as the Lord was concerned. It had crossed the line a long time ago, and he had waited, and they supplant themselves. Supplanted by the self. And so he waited and he allowed there to be something. He doesn't wait for nothing. He waits and he is at the right time harvesting. He is at the right time with the overthrow of evil empires. They must change their ways or he overthrows them and defeats them. And here we read that it does, some of them do not come back. Some of them do not survive. Should have repented. And the Medes regard not silver, and as for gold, delight not in it. So, because of that, they could not be bought off, bribed. There would be no dropsy. another way you can use the word dropsy. There would be no bribery for these types. Their bows also, that's interesting that the word also is here, their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces. There is another discussion about the usage of bows in the Holy Bible.
you come across that if you keep reading. Right now we're reading from this chapter in Isaiah. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes shall not spare children. That means they would do one of two things. Either indoctrinate them or destroy them. That's the type of people that were behind the Medes. And the Medes were overthrown by the Greek. And the Greek was overthrown by the Roman Empire. quite a bit of defeat that's been happening. The world has to be defeated. If it shall not be what it is. So, there is defeat and there is victory. First, there is glory. No victory without glory. We must have glory. We must have honor. In Babylon, the glory of kingdoms this is a powerful line in this precept. The Lord's talking through Isaiah, and He says, And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms. So he is pronouncing Babylon the top of the kingdoms that were on earth as far as empires go. And he wanted it overthrown. unique construction and deconstruction the deconstruction seems to be more unique than the construction of these kingdoms in Babylon the beauty of the Chaldees, excellency, 
shall be is when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. That was a major defeat and destruction. Lots of destruction happened there. Do you know what else happened there? There was a man named Lot. He was attempting to make a difference. Sodom and Gomorrah were defeated and there were two interesting beings there when that happened. Go read about Sodom and Gomorrah. You'd be interested to see how God just told us something very interesting. I'd love to share it, but it's hard to say who's listening. Spiritual discernment tells me there are at least some however it's hard to know if those that are listening listen to gather knowledge to use against other people or if they're gathering knowledge because they like how God uses knowledge. I can discern that other people are involved with this. I have that gift. Can it become more keen? Yeah. Yeah. I want to share all of the information I have. And there is scripture that encourages me that I shouldn't. It says that sometimes the wise thing to do is to close the mouth. And that's where I'll have even greater understanding. And I want to share what I understand but I don't know how. I need the knowledge. You know, I will say this. Say you only have access to some scripture, just some. Use what you have. It's wonderful that you have something. And if you don't have access to the Holy Bible, King James Version, then you don't have access, and you just got to use what you have. Don't be hasty and throw out what you have. Though I do recommend pursue the King James Version. Do it with an open mind and an open heart. And you shall have some of the greatest tutors
that ever were captured on paper. You'll also have access to the greatest tutor that was captured on paper in some respect. So, pursuit, patience, a pursuit of patience, a patient pursuit. In Babylon, the glory of kingdoms overthrew as when Sodom and Gomorrah were overthrown by God. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation, neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. There was a happening place, it sounds like the Arabians went there and pitched tent there until God destroyed it. The shepherds made their fold there until God destroyed it. Because they did something. And this time it was personal. But when wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, the Lord is good. God is good. He let he gave the he turned it into a home for animals. That's what he thought of. Babylon. I'll turn that into a home for animals. But wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures. That's an interesting word there, and it could be double-tapped, double-meaning there. It could be there those creatures were happy and doleful creatures because they had a wonderful dwelling that was all theirs, even if it was crap to what we thought was a nice dwelling. For the animals, they had a nice dwelling. So they were doleful. Or doleful can mean something different. It doesn't have to mean only in a pleasing way. Also, owls shall be full of doleful creatures and owls shall dwell there. Owls are keen predators in the night. They hunt their prey well. That's interesting that owls was mentioned here in this scripture. And that could be 
a spiritual thing. And we could even go, well, you know, that was... You could pick this stuff apart to attack it all you want. You really could. You could be like, well, that could be any type of bird. Maybe owls don't and never have dwelled in that region. Maybe that's a spiritual word for the reader of this book. This holy book. Maybe I got the version that says owls for a reason. So that's another reason why we don't want to just throw out any of the scripture that we have been recently joined to just because it's not the type that someone else says you should be reading from. So you got to use what you have because the Lord is liberal with the poor he is he's liberal with the poor he's conservative with the rich we need to be welcoming that when he lets us come into poorness or richness he wants to test us he tests us and he can test us for as long as he wants to and he might use that remember the woman who he tested she wanted help with her daughter because of a devil she was grievously vexed the child and the Lord was very careful and he did not just jump right into that healing there was a process there was a hierarchy there was an order there was a standard. We have standards to live by as he lives up to them. We don't want to sink into the philosophy. We don't. The owls shall dwell there. We don't want to obsess over what does the spiritual meaning of every bird mean and every fish and every beast you don't want to get caught up in that there's too much information there is and once you have too much information you have to intervene to save souls do you realize that we aren't soul savers so What's the point of going after too much information when the one who's obligated because of too much information is already active saving souls? That be Jesus Christ. So we need what we need. Nothing more, nothing less. He doesn't want us to bring him bring him poorness. He doesn't want us to bring him riches. He doesn't want those things. He wants us where we are at. He wants us to change away from wickedry. If we are going to continue in wickedry, he has to do what he has to do. So we can change. However, 
as we change, he's going to make us responsible for stuff. We should like that, though. We should like how he makes us responsible for stuff because he doesn't make us responsible for our own sin. Jesus was responsible for our sin. Jesus, his performance was perfect. So it is, he wants us responsible for other things. This takes diligence and vigilance. Not philosophy. We don't want to be sticking our heads in the philosophy, the philosophical sand trap. The Greeks were defeated. They had all sorts of philosophers. Wisdom did not work out. It is through knowledge, understanding, and a type of foolishness. You need honor. You need glory. You need immortality for eternal life. Jesus. Cue Jesus. The letter Q belongs to Jesus now. Keep that in mind. Anybody who thinks otherwise is trying to sell you something. Babylon defeated, but wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there, and satyrs shall dance there. That's sounding like an unfortunate thing. So, let us be prayerful about how we are grateful that we were not obliterated. Jesus Christ was there for us. So we would not be obliterated. and satyrs dancing there. And the wild beasts of the islands shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces. 
her time is near to come, and her days shall not be prolonged. That is to be saying, dragons in their pleasant palaces. That is a spiritual phrase there. That is talking about people that consider themselves the top of the line. They consider themselves royalty and do not consider Jesus Christ with all of their heart, all of their mind, all of their soul, all of their might. And they consider themselves royalty. Whoever those people are, they need to think it over. Think again. Consider Jesus Christ. He knows where royalty is at. Dragons in their pleasant palaces. These are princesses and princes and queens and kings that decide to be despicable, evil, wicked. If they will not stop being evil through Jesus Christ, that's what they need. They need Jesus Christ to stop them from being evil through repentance. You repent and you do it again and you do it again. When you do an evil thing, you repent. When it comes to mind that you have done an evil, repent of that. Talk with him in Jesus' name. In privacy, too. You don't have to... You, you can do it in privacy. If you feel like you've got to do it in public, then you do it in public. That's what happens sometimes. In privacy, you can do this. In public, you can do this. If you do this in public so that people see you doing it, then it's wrong. But if you have to do it right now, publicly in some respect, then that's where you are. And people can draw the wrong conclusions if they choose to do that. In public, you can worship the Lord Jesus Christ. In private, you can worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody who is foolish enough to come up against you They did not realize that the gates of hell did not prevail. They need to realize that and repent. In Jesus' name. Babylon had to be defeated. So did the Medo-Persian Empire. And so did the Greek Empire. And so did the Roman Empire. And so shall Mystery Babylon.
likewise. Sharing defeat. Is a common trait. 